I'm Kelly. And I'm Steve. And this is Coupled with Chaos. 90 Day Fiance, Happily Ever After, Season 7, Episode 17. Congratulations. We've made it. We made it to the end of this one. Is this really the last episode? Yeah, other than four. I mean, we're not counting four tell-alls. Wow. It'd be a record set of tell-alls. But There's a lot to uh, unpack with these people. Yeah, if you think about it, what really have we learned from any of them? Well, the ending with um, Usman and Kimberly shocked me. I almost don't. I feel like we missed something. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk something about that. Something happened. That we'll talk about we didn't that see. when we get into it. But I, I'm looking at couple wise, what has really changed? Yeah, right? Libby's pregnant. Bilal and she, Shaida are the same place exactly they were the before. Libby and Andre, well, I mean, in, in personal fact, in life, fact, we knew they were pregnant. I was thinking that, in fact, Bilal and Shaida are in the exact same spot they were in the last tell-all. Like, their conversation I won't think, even be any different. Yeah, yeah. I except... Wanna, I have a theory. That she now knows she's probably not going to be able to have a baby. Yeah. Physically. I have a theory. Oh, okay. But we'll talk about that. Libby and Andre, we found out they were pregnant, but we knew that really before they started the show because they put it out on social media. Right. So we knew that. Ed and Liz are a hot mess. They were a hot mess before we started. This is not anything new either. No. I mean, I'm talking about from week one. Yeah. In the last, yeah, right. I'm talking There's the been last no four months. Right. I think it's, it's been a non season season. Yeah, I think you're right. The only thing we learned probably is that Jenny and Summit aren't in as good of a spot as we thought they were. Mm-hmm. Right? We hoped, is yeah. that really the only big revelation of the past 17 weeks? Probably. That they're not really where we thought they were? Yeah. That there's a bit of, not that they ever had paradise, but maybe there was a little trouble in in whatever they've got. <laughs> Whatever it is yeah. in their clean uh, apartment. Not. <laughs> no. You so, know who else we learned, though, is not clean? Well, yes. <laughs> like I said, well, I think. Kimberly. Right. So if you, on the oddball chance that you're actually not watching the show and only getting your updates from us, which I guess I could understand if you. Since there hasn't been big updates, what we're going to have is a tell-all of four episodes. Now, you go to the TLC website, and there is no episode next Sunday. And then on their website, they list the next three weeks being tell-alls. The fourth week, they say is the show, but they don't say is a tell-all. But we learned at the end of the episode that it is four episodes. A bit different this time is that they're going to have them... I don't know, like an open bar, which I guess Joby would be happy for. Yeah, they're going to show them all in town together and talking outside of the tell-all. Which is good. I think if we talk about the single-life tell-all that we just made it through was probably the best one ever, I'm thinking. It was really good because of the interaction between the, I I guess, the cast members, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, it was really entertaining yeah it was for us for this we want it to be how can we isolate angela which may have been why they did this mm. how can so we she get didn't dominate everything yeah because it was bad because we saw even in the preview today 
that she gets out of her seat and sure. yells at a screen just like usual. I mean, you think about Angela, Jabri, how do we keep somebody from hijacking the entire show? And so that's how they do it. I haven't seen the length of the episodes, if they're, you know, the full length of the shows or not. Uh-huh. I, I, I guess I didn't pay attention to that. but So that is pretty good. And then they list, um, we still don't know what happens. It'll be the last week of January on the TLC website. They have the 4 p.m. to 10 p.m. window um, with nothing on it. Weird. Well, typically what they would do there is preview shows to go into what we were going to do next. <clears throat> so they that window still isn't set yet. You think maybe they're behind? Maybe. And they maybe can't. there'll be a break. There cannot be a break. They have not really had a break. Breaks aren't what they do. I, and I think TLC and CableWise is like the fifth highest rated network. <clears throat> but maybe the question is, is this show still working for them in its present state? It, it it's is. It's kind of de- deteriorated it is, in quality. But every show is, right? Uh-huh. Any show that lasts this long is. So it's a matter well, of what to do. But you can't look at it like that because they have the opportunity to change people with every season. Well, their production can get stale. It's like almost, and I haven't looked at who else is producing this. You know, Sharp doesn't have his hands on every minute of it. But you got to go. I see where this is going. We can say in the short period we've been watching like Love After Lockup, which we are not long time um, watchers. Yeah, just a couple seasons. But it's improving. Yes. So maybe the formula, they're maybe starting to figure it out a little better. Um, so may- there's that. So what we don't know is what's coming next. We hope that it's a B90. I think that is what we would want. I do not want um, a regular 90 day. That would be tough to uh-huh. get through. Just because we know how they all end. And when you know where the end's going, because they all they all end up accepting what we look forward to most, I think, this episode was, I'm going to call it the intervention of Libby's family. Yeah. And that didn't turn out to be much of anything. No. Everything we saw, we'd seen in a preview. Yeah, and we pretty much knew it wasn't going to amount to anything anyway, but it wasn't really even all that entertaining. No. they had already kind of shown us their hand. My favorite parts were um, Chuck and Andre showing up in the same shirt. And which had uh, to be planned. And um, here's Andre I, referring to them as those bastards. Yes. And <laughs> the drunk and the bum that uh-huh. seemed to be. Here's what happened. Andre FaceTime Chuck. Chuck's not the brightest guy. And so Andre saw what he was wearing. And, and got the same sure shirt. He was going to wear the Andre same. Andre manipu- So they would appear to be on the same team. Andre manipulated that. I'm dead sure of it. I'm sure because he even brought it up. Oh, it makes makes us look like we're on the same team. It's also possible that their company doesn't have like uniforms. So if they were going to a meeting, they'd like wear the same shirt. Yeah, I figured it was something like that, like a company shirt or something. Yeah, it was just a, a green. It had some. It's like a green polo. Logo. It's, it's yeah, all it, it was. Like it was a polo pullover. It's about probably one of the most exciting shirts that, that Chuck probably owns. <sighs> he, he's just seemed – not that – I'm not opposed to just a plain shirt. 
polo type of guy. It's probably what I would used to wear more <laughs> often than not to work. And in my cycle of clothes that is there. Um, but not a whole lot. I mean, the ball, right? The talking ball, we knew that wouldn't go over well. And, and I wish we would have seen more of that, them fighting to talk without the ball. Uh-huh. You know, it's the first time it came up where Andre wanted to talk. He tried yeah. to get it from Give Libby. Give me the ball. And Libby's like, no. I, I was happy. Libby stood up for herself and uh-huh. said, this is me. More than I thought she would. Uh-huh. I thought she'd cave. And she did not. No. Yeah, you can tell she's fed up with her family. Yeah, they're toxic. And we know it. We see it. There's she no, sees it. There's no. no doubt about it. I think Andre's also toxic. Yeah. And then she will see that also. But somehow they work together. Yeah, but isn't it going to come to light? It's like, hey, your attitude is horrible. Well, but she's used to that. Remember, we talked about that. But isn't That's, she going to tire of it? But no, it's it's the only thing familiar. It's like Liz. Who has she been married to? The same kind of guy she's dating. Yeah. But I think Libby's got to wake up at some point then. Or is Andre, I would say Andre's only like this around the family, but he's not. We saw in the early scene, like episode one of this season, when they were talking about the spare bedroom, and Libby kind of corrected him about the baby and singing and all of that, that he snapped at her. So, I mean, this is Andre too. He He's cut from the same cloth as all of these people. Right. He just can't take it in someone else. No. And Megan and Charlie weren't – they were what they thought we were. They were, bro, bro. Where do you learn that at that age? I don't know. Where does it come from? I mean, we hear it in our young kids. Yeah, but but Charlie's not that age. Right. He's a grown man. Right. It means that's probably who he's hanging out with in bars. People talk like that? Yeah. Somebody help us. Oh my do gosh. People they do. really I mean we hear it a bit in like, you know, people that I guess even when like our daughter gets es you know, when her she gets a little bit I guess when her tone gets a little funny, she's uh-huh. she's come out with that a couple of times. Well they she? talk with each other that way. It mm. is common. Damn TikTok. I always say to and she calls me girl. Mm. And and it's not because she's mad, it's just cause that's what she falls into because that's how they talk. And I go, I always correct her and say, I'm, I'm not a girl. I don't I'm think we woman, do that. And I'm your mother. In the Midwest, I don't think we do that. We cut phrases out. We don't have extra words, extra syllables. We just blend it all together. That's how we do. Megan, though, look, they talked about the last time they were together at the barbecue. And Megan completely misrepresented Charlie coming into oh, completely. completely. And for me, if you're the one misrepresenting facts, then you have an issue. You have a problem. You're doing that for a reason. Either one, you're an idiot. Or she was drunk and doesn't remember. Oh, there's three things then. Two, she's drunk and doesn't remember. And three, they're doing it for a reason. Uh-huh. And my thought is they were doing it for a reason. I'm thinking she was drunk, doesn't yeah. remember, and has taken Charlie's version of events you're, when he was also drunk as gospel. Your number two seems quite possible. Uh-huh. I had gone with my number two was that she was just lying to manipulate, but they weren't 
entirely don't remember. Well, you know, your judgment's clouded when you're intoxicated. Yeah, and clearly I'm not they intoxicated. both came there that way. I'm high on caffeine and <laughs> and cheese is where I'm at. That's what I'm high on now. <laughs> That's all I got. They're messed up. Always going to be messed up. Um, yeah, nothing's I, changing. There, w- yeah, the one thing here, they're in the room and Chuck says that half the kids lived with me and half the kids lived yeah, with my I found ex. That. Really? And she's in the room. Now, now, we had seen a lot of them where they had gotten along. Well, there wasn't too much where they came together at the same event. Generally, they took turns. This said something. Yeah. There, there was definitely. I looked at you and I went, ooh, they're not on good terms with each other still. But my ex, I could see him talking to the counselor there. But if she's in the room, uh-huh. at no point would you refer to it as my ex. She says, uh, I'm, here. I'm here and my name is Pamela. <laughs> like, wow. How about that? And you see Charlie's, I guess to use an Angela term, the text is, I can't <laughs> even say it. The text is, the text is, the text is from Charlie to Chuck, the ones he talks about late at night where he's drunk texting him yeah. in a rage. Mm-hmm. You know, to you don't dad. forget that. And that's what I'm saying. This has nothing to do with Andre, this break between Chuck and Charlie. Andre just this brought home to the Chuck, conduit. you know, what. Their relationship really was. So he's done that for Chuck and Libby. Right. Andre does not seem like that guy. Right? The voice of reason. He must have something endearing about him that gets them to listen to what he says. You know what it is? He says it's because he talks so loudly they have to listen. (laughs) Maybe that's it. He's relentless and never stops. Right? Think about it. The bum, the drunk, the bastard. Right. It never stops. um, like programming. Yeah, he never quits. He's like a robot. Go, go, go. Maybe if you hear it enough times, it'll that, sink Maybe in. that's it. And he's in their ear. And that's what the that's what the sisters are saying. So, But, I mean, he is right. <laughs> yeah, he is. And we hear directly from Charlie and Megan almost together that no one cares about Andre and nobody called immigration. Yeah, I'm not So this that. tells you what? That they called immigration. Yeah, they probably called immigration. I, what I expected to see... Was a clip of them like on the phone. Uh, well, they discussed it, right? <laughs> One of the sisters said we should turn him into immigration. Here, you, Not five episodes ago. You want my theory on this? Since what? No one called immigration. The lawyer said possibly this interview is probably just a thing. Like he got randomly picked yes, randomly for further picked. That's probably or what happened, and it has exploded since then. Probably used for the benefit of the show, and Andre doesn't need anything to fuel him. Maybe into- because Moldova is a former, former Russian anything. country, yeah, they got extra scrutiny sure. or whatever. Yeah, under I, the current circumstances, I think it's probably nothing, but it's great TV, and I'm all for it because we. So get we're to- going to play along. Yeah, we're going to play along. I'm fine with that. Right. I'm good with that. But it does make a better story if one of them turns it. It most certainly does. And I'm pinning I'm gonna it. I'm going to go on, with that. I pinned it on Megan last week. I'm sticking with it. Okay. Other than they probably gloat that they did it after, right? Uh huh. 
Like they couldn't resist they couldn't. letting that, so the no, cat out of the bag that it was them. I'm going to forget I said that, and I'm going to stick with my first. It's Megan. So okay. there we go. I'm going with that. Not a whole lot. Jovi and Yara, this is where this should have been. We are the couple of compromise, and the compromise here is Yara stays until Jovi, Jovi comes back. Jovi comes back. But I said to you, she surely realizes how difficult it was for Jovi to support her in this. So, mm. in turn, she should not overly take advantage of his allowance in the, this regard. And she should be there when he comes back. Jovi shouldn't have fought this. It's not like this is a great position of Jovi's. But at least he came to it. And he did That's apologize. Fine. He thought about it. I can so accept I give him props that. for that. That, what what do we want, right? Improvement, right? I think we talked. We were talking with somebody today. You know, it's whether or not say you're stopping drinking or whatever you're doing, and it's hard to just do anything cold turkey and be better. Right. Well, it's like you He's, know when you're when you're in a situation and your your gut reaction is to you know let's say cuss somebody out or what? get back at that, them or you know reveal something about them like you know that's your human instinct is to lash back in some way that's right? mine by the but, way i'm there that's I me know, i know i mean by character but, you know as a christian you fight that and the older you get the more self-control what? hopefully you develop oh. in being able to overcome that and make a decision to do something different my, my position would be i wish i would stop thinking about doing it <laughs> that i wouldn't have to talk myself out of doing those things yeah, well and then that would be better issue. if i'm not looking every moment when somebody wrongs me of how maybe five years down the road i can I can get them back. That's not and then good. starting that five-year plan. Maybe you what? should admit that on your knees. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll be better. I won't okay. do that anymore. Well, you are better. I don't know how we got there, but Jovi's making – Um, I get – you know what? He came out with this little quid pro quo about since I'm giving you this. This tells you that he's not better. He's still got room to go. Well, since I'm giving you this, maybe you can consider the city I want to live in or having another kid. Yeah, I'm not sure why he had to come back with that right then. Me letting you stay in Europe for a couple of weeks would mean, I don't know, 18 years of another kid and living in a crappy city that you hate. Right. This should be equal. So he's asking for something back. The real long-term compromise, because he now understands, I think maybe for the first time, that she is miserable where they live would be to oh. choose a different place to live that would be more Europe-like, maybe better scenery, like Southern crisp, Fort fresh Worth. air. Southern no. Fort Worth. No. What do you mean? This no. is good here. They could go, you know, no. they're looking in DFW. Not unless they're going to live in the park in our neighborhood. Beyond that, there's not much to look at. What? I mean, it's a bit... Uh, I'm not tired. fond of this city. It's a bit tired, right? <laughs> I get it. There's nicer rich being kind. They would not. We're not this part. This is not um, an area they would like. No, this is not for them. Nor is it an area that I like. What? But I'm here. Yeah. You hate it here. That's not good. Yeah. 
I like go. my house. I like my neighborhood. I just don't care to leave it. No. All right. <laughs> for any period of time. Yeah. I mean, we like in general. I mean, we like the area. There's plenty of things to do. Yeah, but it's it's not easy on the eyes. No, it's not. Or the. For you, any of you from Hampton Roads, which you're not, I mean, there can't be, there aren't that many, right, listeners here. We would equate, if you want to know what, like, Fort Worth is like. It's Northampton Boulevard. It's Northampton Boulevard. If you've lived in Virginia, if you've been to Virginia Beach, Norfolk, that area, I would say between Norfolk and. And the Chesapeake Bay Bridge Town. Yes, that's what it's like. That's what Fort Worth The whole city. (laughs) And nobody, there's probably nobody here that understands that. I don't know. A lot of military have been there at some point in their lives. That would be it. So. So that's it. I mean, for them, I guess I was happy to see that they were teary when the talk of them leaving each other for a period of time. That made, that gave me some comfort. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. Because we had seen, I think when you don't see that and it's cold, <clears throat> right. then it would be something to be alarmed about. Right. She did seem sad when he left. And her mom almost looked annoyed by it, mm-hmm. I have to say. But we saw that type of kind of teary-eyed leaving when Kimberly and Usman left the first time. But that has changed completely. I don't know what happened. I feel like we missed some big fallout. Yeah, this whole thing was edited odd. And there's something about the whole tummy tuck, all of that. What happened in that conversation without cameras and production there is a bit confusing. Yeah, that's what we don't know. If if Usman ever said anything like, you're going to need to get a tummy tuck. Now, we don't know the context to that. Or uh, you walk like an old lady. <laughs> right. She said something about criticizing the way she walks. But that's and how. And needing a tummy tuck. So that, I that get would, it. you know, maybe I to, all I don't want to burst your bubble. But do you see how you get up? Like even now you're sitting and you'll be sitting for an hour and some change. Yeah, when, when you, I get up. When you oh. get up and start walking. Oh. I mean, I just change position and you're I her age. I think she's one year older than you mm-hmm. are. I know that you're going to be waddling a little bit when you get up. Yeah, because it's snap, crackle, pop every time <laughs> I change position. This is how 50-year-old women walk. <laughs> I'm not much different. Right? It takes I'm a few saying. seconds to warm up the joints before yeah. you can walk normally. So we understand that. This whole thing, there is a mess. I There's no excuse if he said anything about her appearance and... Yeah. But And her, you said something to me about you have a feeling maybe he <clears throat> talks to her and treats her a little differently off camera. Yeah, it's just a, a gut feeling, right? I mean, he understands what he's doing. He is a performer. And he's been on the show before. He's on the show for a reason. I mean, I understand all of that. So it would be all right. Not all right, but it would it would be understandable that he knows what he's doing and when he's doing it. And for her to call him out on that, he probably wouldn't like it because he's generally pretty calm. Yeah. Her continual ultimatum and then back and forth. Yeah, throwing the ring and taking it off and I'm done, I'm done and walking off. Like, how many times have we been here? And I said to you, that's not cool because you don't play around with stuff you don't mean on serious things like I'm done with you. Well, it's it is childish. It is. 
It does not become a woman of her age and at that's, all. And that's really what he says. It's kind of a surprise. And it almost – and we noticed her place before she left. And I, I kind of noted that it was a hot mess. And they talked a little bit about him coming in there and cleaning up. And there was some back and forth is probably where that started. Uh-huh. He could have possibly started with this place is a mess – what have you been doing? Uh-huh. It could have been anything like that. And you could see how, depending on how that is delivered, uh-huh. that could be received wrong. But I noticed the number of half-full Coke bottles uh, in her place. And who does that remind you of? Our daughter mm-hmm. and Angela. Both. Mm-hmm, right. So I, mean, I the, never don't finish a drink. If I, I don't finish it. a drink, it goes in the refrigerator and I finish it in a Perhaps another day even, but I never throw away a drink. If I paid for it, I'm yeah. drinking it. Yeah, I don't – and, and, and let's just say you're not going to drink it. And I don't know. Maybe – Throw it away? Do something with it. This is what we saw one of the um, – what buried alive hoarders and the guy was literally sitting on a mountain of, of Coke uh, Zero plastic bottles. And uh, pro- one guy was protein drinks. <laughs> That's how he kept himself alive because he couldn't cook, so he just drank protein drinks several that's, a day. That's not good. That's not good. <laughs> These two don't get each other about real things. These are two people that would be great friends, great to hang out with. We talked about it in other episodes that she would be great. The two of them would be great if he came to California and she's there and they're hanging out. They'd have a great time at the club. But anything serious, and it's like they don't – I don't know if they don't get each other. I don't know if they understand each other or they just don't – they're not capable of having like the difficult conversations without things going nuts. Uh Uh-huh. Online today, I'd seen that some people were talking about referring to the sacrifice that he was making by being with her and her oh. physical appearance and the way she looks and walks. Oh, I didn't. I, I didn't catch get that. that. At all. So I think I saw that before the episode and then I, I he, watched it. He was saying specifically that his big sacrifice is um, she can't have children. So he was going to have a second wife, but she's bothered by that and. He can't come to America like that, so he's sacrificing again and trying to adopt his brother's kid to make it easier on everybody. So he's saying that that's a big sacrifice. That makes sense. It does. It does. Do we believe it? Mm, I'm 50-50. You think there's some veiled, uh, I'm with an old lady thing behind what he's doing too? No, but it could still be I want to come to America and further my career. Because that's the Usman we knew before. Yeah. We thought he was different this time, but maybe not. I I, I think of all people, he understands I'm not saying the power of the show, but he understands how to probably use the show. His lifestyle already changed 100%. From being on the show the first time. Mm. Because he came out and did interviews saying such. That he was able to buy himself a house and completely upgrade his lifestyle, which was poor before. Mm-hmm. 
And you see that he wears, you know, these thick gold necklaces and stuff now. You know, he didn't have that. Before. And he can buy he can buy PlayStations for people. Right. Yeah, I wonder what his I, – I, we just don't know their financial situation, so – it's always hard to tell. They didn't. I'm trying to remember them talking too much about sending money, and I just don't remember that coming up a whole lot. I'm not sure whether or not Kimberly had sent him. She sent him things, I think. Yeah, but not money, clothes, and that kind of stuff. Yeah, the the Mahati and her. I felt a little awkward during all of that. You know, her taking him to the merry-go-round and demanding the high fives, and uh-huh. it just felt a little forced. Uh huh. I guess it's pressure. I just... It could have been a uh, production suggestion also. Yeah, and and I thought Muhammad, his reaction was still... I guess they were non-committal, which right. is probably... Maybe production could have done that also and uh-huh. said, hey, look, we need you not to say yes or no. Let's just kick the can down the road uh-huh. and say it's a possibility. Well, the wife did not seem on board. She was a no. She appeared to be a hard no, uh-huh. which is probably smart, I would think. She said she wasn't comfortable with him going so far away. Yeah, who knows? I mean, we we all know that, especially with all of our kids here, most of the issues they get in aren't are at school. It's it's the people you, the friends you decide with, to right. be with at school. <laughs> that turns out to be. I think the largest catalyst into trouble because there should be somebody to talk you out of. You're going to have a dumb idea. Yeah. Now, somebody's either going to talk you out of the idea or encourage you to do the idea. Or give you the idea. Yeah, that's the worst case scenario. They they give you an idea and you go along with it. Uh-huh. So the, the alternative is to what Debbie did with Colt. I guess, and just keep him away from it. And then they never have to make any decisions and they never shave or wash or get a job or <laughs> talk to their parents anymore. You know, they, they played the clip again and I felt embarrassed as a white American, but Jamal did it too. So I guess it's not just white American when they talked about converting religions. Well, he was still raised in a white family and, and they said, convert you know they use muslim instead of islam convert to muslim i I shook my head last week (sighs) when they said that i'm like and they did it they replayed the clip maybe that was punishment Mm -hmm. look if you're gonna be if you're not gonna understand life there's no way for (laughs) them to get around that you know and (laughs) i laughed when they were going to the merry-go-round and they said kimberly said to um, to uh, Mahadi, say bye bye, Daddy. <laughs> this, is, this is that is quite a telling thing. It's either you know she's just playing, or it's kidnapping. One of the that's, other. that's what I said to you. One of the others. She said, "Well, I really need to have them on board," and I said, "Yeah, because if you if they're not on board, it's just kidnapping." Yeah, <laughs> you burst it. out laughing. Hmm. Wow. So it's just odd. That whole thing, I wish – I almost – although she put the ring down, I said they couldn't have left that scene out, but it was weird. It was weird. I did feel like we missed something significant. And they probably pieced it together in the best way they can. 
because he was dressed after it was over with. She came, slapped the ring down. I assumed when she came back in that she was picking the ring up. But that didn't happen. In real time, they're still talking. Or at least they were, you know, a month ago. You'd see him on Instagram Lives and she was talking about his schedule and when he wakes up. And their lives were still intertwined in some way. Mm. Unlike Ed, maybe they could rekindle. Do you find rekindle an odd word? He used it twice to talk about his mom. Yeah, I'm thinking, uh, is your relationship hot? Yeah, he's... I mean, he's, kindling is fire. He's a uh, sophisticated guy, uh-huh. so he would understand p- appropriate words like couch and sofa and rekindled. <laughs> and the what did you think of the conversation between him and his mother? Um, a little creepy. I feel like there's a heavy codependence happening. Hmm. The way she talked to him was very strange. Very Jason and Friday the 13th type of thing. Uh, We would have thought that maybe... Like she was coddling a child and about to hold him to her breast. You know what I mean? Like hold his head and rub his hair and stroke his back. I mean, all of it was Called him Pony. Yeah. She's always called him that. The, I don't know, it's like, a, it's not a Debbie Colt thing, but it's not far off, right? Yeah. It's just not as as toxic, like intermediate, like they're probably good face-to-face in there. I mean, he shut her off for like a year. Yeah, that was messed up. Our thoughts of Norma before this scene were probably... Pretty that positive. She, that she's innocent and probably... Super sweet. But I didn't get that. Probably victimized in this relationship. My gut changed in the middle yeah. of this. Uh-huh. Like something's up. I think we'd heard something. For, I don't even remember who it was. Was it one of the people in Arkansas, Bentonville, that said something? It was Ed's, do- Ed's sister. Said something about Norma being difficult. Somebody had yeah. said something that. She doesn't change her mind easily or something. Mm -hmm. It takes her time to come around. This was a bit odd, I Uh think, for me that... And it's just something rubbed me wrong, that there's more to this that we're not seeing. Uh And she did produce Ed. Yeah. I mean, we see it. Look, She's almost childlike. What's her hair, too? And the way she talks and everything about her seems... I don't know. I'm not saying I expect her to be in an old woman, you know, bob or something like that haircut. But I mean, she gets to wear hair the way she wants. But the pigtail seemed like an odd choice. Yeah, and then the little squeaky voice. Yeah, you put all that and together. Her small stature and her continuous smile. It's just odd. Yeah, it just rubbed me the wrong way. Uh-huh. Ed rubs everybody the wrong way. Although we didn't do anything really bad in this one, right? I do think, though, in this conversation with Liz, he's just saying what he thinks is the right thing to say. He doesn't actually feel that way at all. I can understand that. Like, he knows the camera's there, and he would get 
lit, literally lit up if at this point he gave her the business no. for furthering her career. He did say though that you made this decision on your own and he wasn't too happy with right, it. Right, even though it was in the same breath as the previous sentence where he said that he was proud of her for and he would allow her to make her own decisions. Mm. That was part of their agreement. But but she made her own decision and didn't consult me. Well, and I'm like, you just said she could. Put yourself in this scenario where this opportunity is laid before you. You either – if somebody's wanting to – you go into business with them in some way, whatever that relationship is odd. I'm sure Liz's ability to bring in customers probably weighs into this a lot. Liz is probably a good worker. We've talked about that. But she probably brings people in. Because she's known now. Exactly. And so when people come to San Diego, their, their restaurant has been featured on this. It'll be one of the places you go. Uh-huh. Hey, we're in San Diego. Let's go here. We know where Liz is. Uh-huh. It would it would do well for them. Yeah. It's it's not like the um, uh, old lady gang or something like that, but similar, right? When you go to Atlanta, if you're a Real Housewives of Atlanta fan, you're going to probably – Go to oil, G. or at least find out where it is. You or may place. not go because you could end up, I guess, running into the family. In, there. Yeah, you could end up in a shootout. Since that happens, it's not racist. That's actually happens frequently. Twice, yes, twice <laughs> that has happened. So, mm. so you, I mean, what do you think? You think Ed's just playing to the camera? Yes. Mm. Well, and. And to her at this moment, he's just getting through this difficult conversation. Yeah, I want out. Right. Makes sense. But he's really thinking what he's thinking. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, you could, and you could tell that in his side interview because he was saying what he really thought. I don't like this. This isn't good for our relationship. This is what caused problems before. But I want to be supportive. Yeah, he says, I'll go for it, but as long as you're supporting the relationship and me. But And so what does that mean? Darning his socks? Uh, waxing his back. Yeah, putting mayonnaise in his hair. You said the most telling thing, and I went, you know what? You're completely right. He said he's not sure about getting married. Uh-huh. And your statement to me was, well... Oh, um, haven't they had uh, – forgive me, but haven't they had two engagement parties that would lead me to believe that they're engaged? Yeah, that just – Kelly, let's let's reverse the clock back. Let's go back – We I've mentioned it 28 years. Let's go back 28 and a half uh-huh. years from today, and let's look and count the number of engagement parties we had. None. We had zero engagement parties. They've had two times, two more engagement parties than we've ever had. Partially because we weren't engaged very long. (laughs) Well, that's also true. I mean, he was on 90 Day Fiance, so he should not be engaged that long. Our timeline is eerily similar to theirs. Yes. Should, what it should be. Right. On the show. The 90 days. He has been at this for a long time. Yeah. With multiple people. Yeah, and, and if you saw the preview, the him talking with Rose question. Yeah, that's oh interesting. Oh, my. 
You know, you got to come out with it. Yeah. You got to. Uh, I'm, I'm not there yeah. to remember. I told you, it's the, we talked about the, the uh, that's no good. Uh-huh. You get a question like that. That's great that people know that. But, you know, the reason production knows that is because somebody told them. Well, it's like them coming out and saying that they know Michael's back on Instagram. And they break that news. And even that could be an imposter, like he said. It's possible. But it goes back to Angela and Michael. How do, how would Angela know that Mike – how would Angela get texts, texts <laughs> between – Michael and another girl. What's the only way that Angela can get? If the other get... girl is sending them. So Michael got catfished. Right. Michael. This goes back to Mary and sister wives. And, you know, Mary got catfished by a woman pretending to be a man. Yeah. I'm going to assume people are all over the place once they find them trying to get them to break. Mm-hmm. What, they're gonna, famous people in vulnerable situations. Doesn't mean Michael is innocent. No, because he responded. Yes. The response to all of that has to be, no, I'm married and in a relationship. And that's kind of the point of catfishing, right, is to reveal people for what they are and to get something from them. People are weak and make mistakes. I'm not excusing Michael and whatever he has and whatever this is. Um I don't know. We don't know. Heck, it could be production for all we know. Didn't we see something? I think there was some love after lockup stuff between Deontay um, and somebody yes. where they had um, – where there were texts that they were saying weren't real. Yeah. So is it possible? Sure. Is it also possible that Michael's – socially active with somebody else yes sure. they've been apart a long time physically apart hard to feel and she's so rough on him yeah it would be hard to devote yourself to a life with somebody who treated you that badly and be distanced at the yeah, if somebody time. messaged you at a time when you had just been read down yeah, verbally Constantly. and maybe even physically. Um, it, w- it, w- it would probably be tough if you're looking for support. The goofballs aren't support. So you find it from wherever. And what Angela says is, I know he and knew he couldn't handle this. Well, the way to fix this is not to keep him from it. Right. It would be to probably treat him in a way that he isn't lacking for something. Right. He's not so vulnerable. Well, while you're – I want to be careful not to blame you. Angela has a lot to a lot to of be a, blamed of responsibility. for. responsibility. But maybe if you weren't flirting a bully. with Billy and bullying Michael, he wouldn't be in this situation. Michael's a grown person, makes his own decisions. Right. Erred in his own way. This is Michael's fault if Michael has done something. But you are a contributing factor to right. it. Right. In some way. I'm, I'd i love to just say Angela deserves this. But she deserves I'm something. I'm surprised in this scene. She actually Look broken. looks broken. Yeah. I've never seen her like this because everything she does is so yelling, screaming, mm. F this, F that, F you, vile, 
volatile response. And it's hard. But this is not. This is her breaking down. It's difficult to compartmentalize these things in the story and not see, you know, Angela's history and and look at this scene as the scene. And I also found it very telling that she, I don't know, was not. I mean, she was. she's very vulnerable in this moment. And her response to him cheating, potentially, was not, F him, I'm going to leave his ass in Africa. Which is typical. It was, normally you would leave someone who betrayed you, but I honestly don't know what to do in this situation because I love him. So this was not typical Angela all the way around. This is where we probably differ Maybe then a lot of podcasts, I, I think, because you look at this scene as an isolated thing. How is this person feeling right at this minute? Right. We're not. She's a vile human. We're not. I'm not changing my tune on no. that. But in this moment, she is very vulnerable. We and she doesn't see herself as a vile human. So at this moment, where is she at emotionally? And we see that she's different. Yes. Now we see her in the tell all back to where she was. Right. And I don't know. Maybe she was on some meds or something during the scene that kept her calm. But something was very different. She really was just crying. Yeah, it was. It was. It was odd to see this from her. We have no sympathy. Real emotion from her. I mean, there's no sympathy. It wasn't angry. We're not going. We feel bad for her. I don't know what I felt. Who was it? Who was it? I said I felt nothing. Well, it's kind of like. You know, I felt nothing. Where is that? Oh, this is Colt. I wish this is Colt to Debbie in the single life table. I wish that I felt something. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, you see Angela broken and, and, and it is more or less, I'm looking at the scene as a guy who has a podcast instead of, because I didn't feel bad for her. I didn't wish ill on her, but. There's no sympathy there. I couldn't help but think you've you've created yeah. this storm. Well, it's that, you know, what what response would you expect to eventually get from someone that you've mistreated so horribly exactly. for years? <laughs> but as, as a person, I go... But I feel bad for her at the same time. Yeah, Michael should have broken... Because she's obviously... He hurt. should have broken this off so long ago. It goes uh-huh. back to his desperation to get here. Yeah. So, well, I mean, if he's telling somebody else, I love you, I'm not going to leave you. He's not really in love with Angela. Which doesn't surprise any of us. She's a very difficult person to probably love. I would imagine so. It's not very easy. I think... um, for us, we had no Jenny and Summit update this time. So, and that makes sense from where we were before. We have, though, Bilal and Shida. There is really nothing different here. Yeah. These people, my theory, we talked about this at the beginning. My theory on them is that this scene was a weekend filmed as. Or yeah, before we talked about that. the tell-all. 
This is a weekend in New York. And it has stretched out this entire season. They were at the beginning, it had them leaving for the trip, but that could have been leaving for the tell-all. I mean, not this tell-all. We're talking last season's tell-all. Yeah, because it doesn't seem like anything has changed from the last tell-all. This is exactly the same conversation they were having then. They don't bring up. It's very strange. They don't bring up at all. Where was... We had the conversation. Didn't we have the conversation with the ex-wife? Wasn't that here? Yeah. All right. So there's a little timeline that tells us. But that still could have been before the tell-all. Yeah, because of the conflict Coldness they had. of the... Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not wavering on that. But I'm not spending any time researching it either. No. But clearly, we're in exactly the same place. Yeah, like you could have done, and this is only 17 episode season. It, it, I mean, this has been a tough, long season where possibly nothing actually happened. Yeah. So I think the big thing that happened we saw is they threw away a pretzel. <laughs> I said that must cost $10 in New York. At you least. Just put it in the trash. Can you get one of those at like Costco or something? Is there a pretzel um, place or? Uh, I mean, you can go in the mall and get an Auntie Anne's. Pretzel. Man, that's still expensive though. It's like, yeah, we like would five never bucks or something. ever throw away a pretzel. No, I mean, there's a chance, an an odd chance that if a we dropped a pretzel on the ground, one we're probably wiping it off with an apple. We're eating the top <laughs> eating of it. it. Which side hit Did the ground? Yeah. We'll pick off the top. Yeah. I mean this is 3 we, second roll, all yeah, kinds of I things. Yeah, I mean the streets in New York here. are pretty gross, so I'm yeah. I'm thinking I would uh, probably not. But there's a chance we'd eat the top of the pretzel and not the bottom if it yeah. didn't flip over. Something's happening with the pretzel. Yeah, I'm not just carrying it and putting it. <laughs> one, they were carrying it without. It seems odd that he'd be carrying it without like the wrap or the paper that he would didn't go have around. a napkin or anything. No, it was nothing. They he, put he it just, in a sleeve. Yeah, he or just something. had his hand in the pretzel, Weird. and then he went over and put it in the trash. Maybe it wasn't even a real pretzel. Maybe it was a prop. No, it was a real pretzel. It looked unsalted, though. It did, which I could see if you had an unsalted pretzel, why you would put it in the trash. Because <laughs> why would you want an unsalted pretzel? In this family, that pretzel would have been distributed equally amongst five people. Yeah. One pretzel, five people. That's correct. And it would not have been a $10 pretzel. No. That's not. That would be your meal for the day. It would have been when we were... I had a coupon in the app <laughs> for Auntie Anne's. Oh. And at least if I bought one, I got one free. They would be, and then we split them. Yeah, everybody would get a piece of this pretzel torn off, twenty percent for everybody. Yeah. Probably actually twenty five percent because I probably would not have been present yeah. during well, this. Those not present usually got a piece brought home, so we believe in fairness. <laughs> this, so for them to throw away a pretzel, I can tell you of this whole scene. That's what caught my eye. Oh my gosh, he just threw the pretzel in the garbage, and you blurted it out. He's rich. <laughs> Right. This is what rich people do. Rich people throw food away. I would <laughs> think it's our attitude, really. For us, nothing gets wasted. Right. I was raised by my father giving me the uh, starving children in yeah. Ethiopia story if there was anything on my plate. 
and we had a rule that if you put it on your plate, you had to eat it. So don't let your eyes be bigger than your stomach was what was always said. My issue growing up is we genuinely left the table still hungry. <laughs> there wasn't anything to put on your plate. <laughs> so you ate everything because you needed it. It's why maybe our family is so small. We're tiny people <laughs> because we didn't have food. <laughs> I wish I was kidding. Right? Like it sounds funny, but there just wasn't, you know? Yeah. It just was that was it. I'm not complaining, but we ate it all uh-huh. because you needed to. Right. That was it. That's why you eat vegetables today. <laughs> not because you want to. Yeah, I don't want to. Because I gave to. them to you and you're not going to waste them. I have to eat them. So to put something, to put food in the garbage, we've seen that before. Our biggest, what was it? We had a personal podcast story. You should go listen to it. It is, what was it? It was something about... um salad in the poop bowl or poop in a salad bowl it was something like that we went into i went into the bathroom and for some reason our kids we have have spoiled them evidently there's more food than they need to sustain their lives unlike mine and so if they don't want to eat something they'll disappear and they're bad about it because you'll see it in the top of the trash can i went into the bathroom and there in the in the toilet (laughs) Is salad. The odd thing was this: that this came from the child who loves salad and normally eats it all happily. But this particular night, he wanted to go play a game or something, and eating the salad would have taken too long. Thirty seconds. He had seconds. to get back to his Xbox. This, this wasn't like a salad for dinner. This was a side salad. Uh huh. So he put the whole bowl of salad in the toilet, and it wasn't flushed it was just sitting there in the bowl i forget i either named it like i said i don't remember if it was pooping in the salad bowl or no i salad. think it was salad in the poop bowl salad or something, poop like bowl. That. something like yeah. that regardless you get where it's coming from so for them to do that i think is um throw it away hmm. you know this is not a surprise i mean there's ultimatums and holding back and you know i mean i get it look Somehow or another, in this one, for the first time, I see what Bilal's saying in general. Yeah, that they need time to cultivate a good, solid foundation and relationship between them because they haven't spent a lot of time together before having children. We had the same theory. So despite family pressures to have children, I just lied and told my family I didn't want children when, in fact, I did because they didn't agree with my timeline. Mm-hmm. But you and I had already agreed to wait five years Mm. so I could get where I wanted to be in my career so that I wouldn't have any regrets about stopping working because I knew that I would stay home when we had children. So we didn't spend a lot of time together Mm. before we got married. So we felt like we needed that time together. We were also 23 and 24. (laughs) And, you know, Bilal evidently is rich. He has piles of money that that Shida wants to get her hands on. So they have to have a prenup. We did not have a prenup. We did not. Although I did own property. Right. You didn't even you. suggest it. No, nope. did not. Hmm. So that's good, I guess. Yeah. That's maybe Shows we're unlike. I you. We're unlike um, 90 Day Fiance people. Mm-hmm. So. That's good. Are you excited about the four-part tell-all? Or do you think of a four-part tell-all and go, man, really? 
No, I'm excited because I think, I I think it's going to be fiery. I mean, they got to give us something because there was nothing in this whole season. <laughs> no, I do like the fact I'm sitting together and hopefully the single life tell all has given them ideas on switching it up on, on how to do this better. Yeah. Jabri ruined the last one. He did. That was terrible. And Angela ruined the one she was on. Where she flashed her boobs. So they've just got to figure out there's got to be an Angela management team. Yeah. What do we do as a team when Angela pulls her crap? Yeah. Maybe paste her dress to her boobs so it takes some time to um, – that poor cameraman. Well, she had new ones to show off. Yeah. Yet, so. Wasn't she, was she showing them to the goofballs? Who was she showing them to? It was um, his sister. Oh, that's right. An aunt. Yep. That's who it was, the aunt. 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 The aunt. From the sofa. So. Yeah. I don't know. I'm pretty excited about it, right? Yeah. I, we just don't know what's next. What they are showing. I There is something called Next Sunday in this time slot. They're calling it a pillow talk journey so far is what it's oh, called. Interesting. I think it's referred to next Sunday in this time slot. On Christmas? Yes. it's. I, I think it's like a pillow talk, but of – it could Clips? be – Yeah. Like Matt, a best of? Or it could be a David and Annie, Lexi and Lauren pillow talk thing is what it could be. They've just – there's no really description other than um, of, of, of their journey so far. I don't know if it's pillow talk couples talking. I just I don't know what it is, but it's something different and it's in this time slot. And it doesn't fit with anything else. Weird. So look for something. I just don't know what it's going to be. We're not gonna I don't think I guess we'll probably unless it's really good, I doubt we do this podcast next weekend. Yeah, because nothing's shown. What's going to happen? We're going to have Christmas is what we're going to have. Oh, yeah. Crap. There's that. We don't know what we're doing. Maybe by ourselves, but... We don't know what the kids are doing. Whatever. And whatever they've told us is probably something different. They will change their mind. Just like like how Haley asked for dinner and then said, I don't want this. We're going to eat dinner. And we actually, there was a chance that all the kids were going to be around for dinner. Yeah. It turned out to be, well, there's three of them. One of them has nothing to do. We peel him away from the Xbox. His Xbox, yeah. And then he eats or puts his food in the toilet. No, he only <laughs> did that one time. <laughs> the others, uh, one, you actually served food and she didn't eat it. And the other disappeared because it wasn't actually in a form that they that were his gonna... girlfriend wanted. Yes, yeah, so that was it. That's fine. I guess I, you know, that's the nice thing about being an adult is you get to choose what you do. You can't. But as an adult in your mother's home, you should tell her what your plans are. It would be nice to do that. Or don't tell her anything, but don't tell her something you're not going to do. <laughs> yeah, I guess. So that is our personal podcast for this week. How about that? Well, we look forward to it. We will – there is – just because Sundays aren't going to be a thing, there are so many other things to keep us going through the week. Um, we will still have Reality Roundup this week. There will be um, 
for us, the sister wives one-on-one is the big thing. They're going to have week off next Sunday also. So that won't be in the mix for next week. But it is this week. We'll talk two episodes of Lauren and Lech- and uh, uh, Alex, we're calling it, because our uh, Amazon-enabled device takes his actual name and does funny things with it if I don't unplug it. We will have the first episode of Love After Lockup. We're going to talk about that. And we'll have the sister wives. There's no more single life to talk about. So that was fun. Real Housewife stuff will be out. And our personal podcast should still happen on the weekend. So our boring old people podcast. That's what it is. Welcome to being old. What we do is we walk like old people now. If Usman saw us walk, he'd be very uh, I don't think critical. I don't think your walk's any different. What? I'm the one with the creaky joints. Right. I just hurt, but I I just got my way through it. Yeah. That's it. So enjoy. You if you only come here for the ninety day big show, have a happy holiday. And we will see you in two weeks. But if you listen to anything else, which we would encourage you to do, there's plenty there, there's plenty of backlog. Our Apple show says we're at, our episode number is like 370. This should be 372. But from the other podcasts that we've brought over, we're, we're pushing 500 on that. There's lots of backlog there. It's all on Patreon. And so, we'll have our other new stuff. Yeah, there's plenty of stuff. There's plenty of stuff to listen to. So, we never just skip a week. No, there's always something going on. Thank you for listening. You can listen to additional episodes by subscribing to our Coupled with Chaos channel on Apple. By subscribing to our Patreon. Or by subscribing to our Supercast. For $3.99 a month. Where you can hear us talk about reality shows, real life, and more on our podcasts. Covering shows airing on TLC, A&E, Bravo, and the WE Network. Just follow the instructions in the show notes. Tell your friends about this podcast. And rate and review us on your favorite podcast player. Follow us at Coupled with Chaos on all the socials or contact us directly by email at coupledwithchaos at gmail.com. 